Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sing to the Lord, the podcast that breaks down how the Lutheran hymnody is preaching the gospel. I'm your host, Mason Van Essen. What you're hearing is the hymn, Praise to the Lord, the Almighty. Welcome back to Sing to the Lord. It's your favorite two, Lars Olson, Zachary Brockoff. We're back with you. Still in Pentecost, the second Sunday, um, we are talking about praise to the Lord, the Almighty! Exclamation point. That's right. And it's a, it's a general hymn for a general season uh, after Pentecost. We've, we've entered the long green season, so uh, there's no better place to run than praise and thanksgiving. Um, appears a hymn maybe that we could sing at any time. And um, one person has described the hymn as the uh, number one hit among chorales. So Luther loses and uh, this one wins. Um, it's a hundred years, over a hundred years after Luther's sort of initial request for hymns. And um, it's estimated that it's this hymn has been published possibly in over 300 hymnals. Of course, it's sung across denominations to various translations. We have uh, two in ELW and uh, many more in others. Um, so um, it's, it's, it's got a nice uh, history and uh, sung everywhere, uh, general praise. The other thing I should mention about this, just for those who like um, random factoids, and this has little to do with the hymn, but I thought it was interesting. The, uh, the poet of this hymn, uh, uh, whose last name is Neander, um, when he died, um, the valley that he lived uh, in in Germany named uh, it was named after him because he was so uh, well loved. And this was Neanderthal. This is the site of the famous discovery of the Neanderthal man. And so this is named for a Christian hymn writer. So the next time you see this or somebody references it, you can know that these things are actually related. And it's actually kind of funny. So there's useless history, um, uh, also a feature of this podcast from time to time. <laughs> I like the way you're bringing that up, though, too, like like as, uh, you know, just kind of sliding in there that like Neanderthal worship is all praise. And that's uh, yeah, all that, that's that right. there is, right? That's how yeah. that works. It all, it's all connected. A general's, uh, general hymn for general season, uh, yes. Neanderthals uh, nonetheless. Yes. Yeah, well, even in a general uh, praise hymn like this that is very popular, um, how might this be relating to the to the reading for the week from Matthew chapter 9 and the um, Jesus calling his uh, disciples? Sure. So um, we end up with sort of this, this reading in two sections, right? Both the calling of the disciples and then later um, uh, the, the healing, a uh, healing story to follow. And um, later we'll talk about some hymns that maybe have more to do with healing, um, although this one certainly does too. Um, you start singing this hymn and you do think it's generic praise, but the hymn is um, actually fairly specific, despite the fact we've, we've tossed it back in the general section. It calls Christ our health and salvation, um, which are two things that are very um uh, relevant to this week's reading, when when Christ says he he came to call not the righteous but sinners, those who need salvation um, and new life. Uh, further, um, the stanza also places our gathering together in the context of what Christ uh, promises. So the second half of the stanza is is a prayer, 
Let all those who hear now to his temple draw near, um, which of course is is a reminder that as we're we're gathered together for worship, that that um, faith comes through what is heard, and so we're gathering to hear the 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 word that Christ gives, which finally is going to do two things: make us well, <laughs> and uh, that is heal us and give us life or salvation. So even in the first stanza, I think. Um, there's there's good things here uh, that that aren't so general. Finally, um, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Um, we're not just praising God for the sake of praise. It's not just you right. know, throwing your hands up and shouting praise, praise, praise. There's actually reasons to praise God yes. here, right? Um, and just as in the in the reading from Matthew, he says, you know, the um, I've come for the sick and not yes. for the well. The right. uh, um, Jesus comes to find the sick and make them well to be their health and salvation, not by medicine or uh, um, you know, special diet or something like that, just that he is that for them. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason that we give praise to God. Sure. The other thing that I thought was was helpful too was stanza two, um, because of what the reading uh, says, sort of um, questioning again why Jesus is hanging out with sinners uh, <laughs> and these tax collectors and whatnot. And in cases, I think uh, stanza two says um, more or less um, that in cases where we're going to find some one irredeemable, right? Our Lord reigns over all things. In places where we find a situation completely hopeless, there Christ reigns. That's actually the good news of, of stanza two. Um, all of these places Christ has come uh, for these people and for these situations. Um, and it says we're sustained by his almighty hand, um, which, which in which we placed our trust to uplift, sustain, the hymn says, and heal uh, those in need of a physician to quote the quote the reading. So um, the hymn helps us confess that God gives us all things needed for life. Um, uh, when we might struggle to to even say that, uh, um, or that He's come uh, for sinners that we find um, not only ourselves, but then those people that we find absolutely um, irredeemable. <laughs> God yeah, comes that, for those. That actually is yeah. what's happening in uh, in Matthew 9, right? They're mm-hmm. saying, why aren't you coming for the good right, ones? Right. <laughs> um, and uh, why do you keep going to the sinners? Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, that's, that's not uncommon for, we still find that around uh, today that people are saying, you know, Jesus loves me more than you. Sure. Uh, Jesus uh, likes what I do better than you. Uh, <laughs> something like this. And uh, rather than recognizing that Jesus has come for sinners, uh, and that inevitably means that he's going to be found amongst the wrong sorts of people. Yeah. There's a, there's another, um, I think, word in stanza three that connects nicely. It says that Christ's mercy daily um, it, 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 well, Christ's mercy is daily. Um, and we sort of run often to, you know, your mercies are new every morning, but I think this hymn, and great is thy faithfulness. Well, this hymn has this too, but in a, in a much more helpful way, I think, um, where Christ says he, he does not desire, uh, he desires mercy, not sacrifice. Right? right. And so this has another something to say about worship, um, and and what we're actually there to hear, which is something of Christ's mercy rather than our sacrifice of general praise to Jesus. Exactly. Um, and uh, and that this Christ is actually going to give this daily. Um, what's interesting is at the end the, the of that stanza, it also it, it leaves us with something of a question. God does all of this, and then it says, "If God, if, if to paraphrase it, if God befriends us in love, think of you know." what we can do. Uh, uh, and um, 
and the translation there is is just bad. Um, it really should be ponder anew what the Almighty can do, who with his love befriends you. It doesn't quite work with the text, so they've changed it in places uh, or with the melody. And, um, and so we speak really not if God does this, but because God has befriended us in Christ, um, then the final stanza gives us reason to sing praise again, right? Um, and there you have something that's, that's um, an even worse translation change, right? So somewhere along the line in one of our 300 hymnals, somebody said, eh, let's just sing generic praise because we can put it in that section. But instead, uh, the hymn, of course, begins, praise to the Lord, oh, let all that is in me adore him, all that has life and breath come now with praises before him. And it's fine for generic praise. What it originally said was all that has life uh, all that has breath, praise him uh, with Abraham's seed. Oh. Now, there, as soon as you mention Abraham, you'd have to put it, I don't know, somewhere in the Old Testament section, uh, the Advent section, you know, <laughs> sort of the time we want to think about Abraham. Um, but it's really great um, because it breaks the general praise appropriate to any Sunday, although I suppose you could say Romans and Abraham are appropriate for any Sunday, <laughs> these kinds of things. Um but it, but of course, it connects us with the promise given to Abraham, um, and then furthermore to what comes later in Genesis: If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. So Abraham's seed, then or offspring, are are the faithful, those with ears to hear, which we sang at the beginning of the hymn, and all of it sort of then connects in that way. Um, sinners made children of God. So um, then, when the hymn ends, uh, will will uh, adore you forever is the the final hymn or the final line in that stanza that makes sense uh around abraham's uh seed the faithful who have been given a promise and then uh, uh praise god not only here but forever um it's a completely different i can't find it in a hymnal uh, if somebody does uh, please let us know but um we seem to have just uh, ripped the guts out of that last stanza and said well this is good enough well nobody quite knows what to do with abraham's seed but of course that's exactly what it says uh, is the promise given yeah. to abraham that his offspring um and his offspring will be christ the promised sure. seed um, and of course, th that makes a whole lot more sense with that last line in stanza three, too, if, if with his love or who with his love has befriended you, because of course, God is making Abraham into his friend, Abraham, who was an idolater, uh, who carried around other idols. And here even is about Jesus now taking sinners, his disciples, right. uh, and others that he finds along and yeah. making them his friends, uh, not by uh, kind of mutual uh, togetherness, but in his mercy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sure. That's how you are a right. friend of Christ. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think it's a great hymn. You can sing the, the, the text that's in the hymnal, and I think it still works. But um, if you sing it, you might make mention uh, particularly of that final stanza, and we'll include those notes in the, in the show notes for people who, who would like to have that translation. Well, any other um, general praise hymns that you could suggest for all this? All of them. Well, week? really, all it sounds like you could pick almost any uh, general praise hymns, but we won't do that. Um, the the others, I mentioned a couple of hymns that are going to speak of healing. Um, so uh, there is a sort of a general hymn of uh, healing that addresses Christ in ELW, or Christ the Healer, We Have Come, that's 610. Um, there's also uh, Come Ye Disconsolate, 607, which is a, a hymn that I think more will be familiar with. 
Um, and then one, if you're if you're particularly interested in where we started some of this conversation about those uh, Christ showing mercy on those that we might find to be sort of outside the limits of what God uh, should consider, right? <laughs> Save us, but uh, we're not so sure about those people. Um, uh, ELW 588 or 587 in this case, it's set to two different tunes. Um, there's a wideness in God's mercy. Um, is also a, a text that will pick up on that theme. So any any of those work, um, I, I think, praise to the Lord, as, as I was piecing it together, really goes more for me with the first half of the reading. And if you're going to focus on the, the, the latter half of with the healing uh, story, you may uh, pick up one of these others. So you have some options. Thanks for joining us this week on Sing to the Lord. Check the show notes for Zachary's stanza by stanza commentary, as well as a list of other hymns we recommend. See you next week.